Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, today we're going to talk about endometriosis. We're going to learn about what it is. We're going to learn what causes it, how to heal from it, because you can, and a whole lot more. Now, endometriosis is also really closely aligned with PCOS, so some of this will overlap. So if you or a loved one is suffering from PCOS or endometriosis, then this is definitely an episode to tune into. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal from chronic illness and autoimmune disease. So I help you to stop chasing symptoms, find your root causes, and heal your body permanently for good, right? Okay, so... As promised, we're doing this episode on endometriosis, and I want to start out with a little bit about what it is in case you're unfamiliar with what endometriosis is. It is a condition, a dis-ease in the body in which the endometrial tissue develops outside of where it's supposed to. So it's usually found around the ovaries, around the fallopian tubes, sometimes in the lining of the abdomen or even on the bowel or bladder. Um, So it affects tons of women, usually between the ages of 24 to 40. Uh, A lot of times the symptoms that come with this are painful menstruation, heavy or irregular periods, maybe spotting or bleeding between periods. Uh, Often there's a lot of pain in the lower abdomen, and a lot of times maybe you'll experience cramps not only in your abdomen, but also in your lower back or pelvis. You can have bloating and constipation, sometimes even nausea and fainting chronic fatigue, Uh, often intercourse is quite painful. And then of course there are troubles conceiving and sometimes going not just from troubles conceiving, but all the way into infertility. Um, And these aren't the only areas. These are kind of the most common symptoms, but you can also have symptoms um, anywhere that the endometrial growths are located. So it could be um, that you have painful intercourse. It could be that you have trouble with urination or bowel movements. You could even have joint pain or nosebleeds, blood in the urine or stools, um, and and even some of the most severe cases, even copying coughing up blood. There are other people that are completely free of symptoms and they only discover that they actually have endometriosis when they start having problems or when they they start trying to get pregnant and have problems. Everyone always wants to know how does endometriosis happen? What, what have I done or what is happening inside my body that causes it? Well, Much like any other chronic issue, it is a soup of diet, lifestyle, environment, and genetic risk. Now, people will tell you that hereditary um, inheriting endometriosis is the main risk factor. However, we know that just because your mom or your sister has the condition, that doesn't mean that you will have the condition. We know that genes are turned off and on by things like diet, lifestyle, and environment. So when you look at these things, just because you have you you have the possibility to inherit endometriosis, oftentimes I find that people inherit the diet, lifestyle, and environment that 
feed endometriosis and that cause this to happen rather than it actually being the direct gene link itself. So you are not doomed. It's just one tiny piece of the puzzle. If your mom and sister had endometriosis, even if they never healed it or never got better, they ended up having a hysterectomy, any of those things. Now, oftentimes conventional medical doctors um, will work to do an examination. They might do an ultrasound to determine if there's any swelling. Um, They usually can't give a definitive diagnosis of endometriosis until they do uh, a laparoscopic procedure or even a biopsy to kind of find any endometrial um, tissues growing. Um, The Treatments generally range from uh, taking medication for a long time. So a lot of times doctors will try birth control to control it. Um, Often they will recommend surgery like ablation or even go as far to recommend a hysterectomy. Um, Often people or physicians will try IUDs. Um, It's a common Band-Aid in conventional medicine. And those actually come with a lot of risk factors. IUDs are... Um, they cause bleeding and weight gain and inflammation and lack of menstruation. Um, it can help these symptoms temporarily, endometrial symptoms ten- temporarily, but using hormones or using an IUD to mask this kind of thing or removing, you know, having an ablation or even a total hysterectomy, will that remove the symptoms? Yes, in a total hysterectomy, obviously that will remove the endometrial problem. But unless you address the root cause, then you're just going to have problems in other areas of the body. So it'll be a temp- even a hysterectomy is only a temporary fix. It doesn't heal the root cause. It won't go away. When we're looking at this from a functional and integrative pro- approach, from a naturopathic approach, what we're looking at doing is healing those root causes. Now, endometriosis, just like anything else, is a tree with many roots. So the endometriosis is what you see above ground if you're thinking of a tree, right? The endometriosis is what you see above ground. Underneath that are all the roots that lead to the endometriosis that you see. So they're all the roots underground that lead to the tree. Now, I already mentioned diet, lifestyle, and environment. So what are we doing to help heal from endometriosis, help to reduce that uh, inflammation and help to support a disease-free body or a well body? So here's what we're doing. We are controlling estrogen dominance. We are controlling stress. We're controlling high levels of testosterone, which, by the way, can often come from uncontrolled stress. And we're also regulating blood sugar. We're also regulating blood sugar. So that's kind of the four-pronged approach here. Now, it's a four-pronged approach, but it's got a lot under each of those titles. So if we look at something like controlling estrogen dominance, what are we doing there? Let's let's talk about that. So for controlling estrogen dominance, again, you can look at estrogen dominance in through the lens of diet, lifestyle, and environment. So nutritionally, we are looking at controlling estrogen dominance by making sure we are not using plastics and BPAs and we're not eating stuff or heating stuff in plastic wrap. We are looking at all of the hormone disrupting products in our house, laundry detergent, deodorant, lotions, creams, um, cleaning products, uh, shampoos, conditioners, 
um, dish soap, anything that you're putting on your body uh, that is a hormone disruptor, we're looking at getting rid of those things. We're also looking at food, making sure that your food is organic. And a lot of people say, well, Audrey, organic food is so much more expensive. Yes. If you are comparing an a box of cereal that is conventional versus a box of cereal that is organic. The organic cereal is more expensive, but guess what? I don't want you to buy either of those. If you're going to buy cereal, you might as well just get the, the conventional stuff. It's all junk. What I want you to do is focus on whole foods. So that means you are buying whole plant foods. You're filling your buggy with organic and in-season produce. You're filling your buggy. If you're, if you uh, choose to eat meat, you're filling your buggy with free range chicken, with grass fed beef. You're making your vegetables and fruits, the star of your show and healthy fats, the star of your show. And the meat is your side dish. Um, I've already talked about the plastics, um, and the toxicity in cosmetic and cleaning products, but you're really, what you're doing is reducing exposure to xenoestrogens with that. Now, controlling stress. I want you to go back to episode 155, episode 155, stress as a root cause. And rather than rehash all the stress things that I've talked about in that episode, I want you to go back and listen to that because Stress mitigation is critical for healing from endometriosis. It absolutely is a must. And that really will also help with controlling those higher levels of testosterone. Um, high, high levels of testosterone or high levels of DHEA, those actually come from uncontrolled stress. So I highly recommend going and listening right after this one to episode 155, at Stress as a Root Cause. And then the last thing we're working on here, not totally, but the last thing we're working on here is balancing your blood sugar. And there's a lot of ways that you can balance your blood sugar, and there's not going to be one way that is right for you. But if you're wondering, how can I get started? How can I do this on my own? Here's what you do. I want you to eat dinner at night, and then I want you to fast for 12 hours. So if you eat dinner at 5 p.m., that means by 5 a.m., you're ready to eat again. If you eat dinner at 8 p.m., then I don't want you to have breakfast until 8 a.m., okay? We're going to fast for 12 hours, not longer than that, and we're not fasting during the day. Um, And then I want you to have a good breakfast, a protein and a healthy fat in the morning, okay? protein and a healthy fat. Now, if you're in a hurry, I don't care if that's a shake, but I want you to make sure it is a clean protein shake. Clean protein shakes do not have whey protein. Clean protein shakes are not made from egg protein. Clean protein shakes do not have artificial colors, uh, artificial flavors. They do not have artificial sugars in them. Okay. Otherwise you can look at other methods of protein and people, a lot of people say, well, I want to have eggs in the morning. Eggs are fine. You can have two eggs once a week. I don't want you to have eggs any more than that. One of my very favorite things to recommend here is to have some organic gluten-free oats, about half a cup. That'll give you six grams of protein. Sprinkle a tablespoon of chia seeds and a tablespoon of flax or hemp seeds or both. And now you're up into that 20 grams of protein range, which is just perfect. Now, if you've added chia seeds, you've also added your healthy fat. You can add a splash of water or um, uh, some kind of plant milk. 
making sure that it doesn't have the extra yucky additives in it. Uh, slice up half a banana or sprinkle on some wild blueberries or both. And then you have a perfect balance of protein, healthy fat, and carbohydrates in the morning after your 12-hour fast to help keep your blood sugar balanced. And that's how you're going to get started moving in the right direction. Now, there's absolutely more to that. Are you likely, if you were to the point where your conventional doctor is saying, look, we need to do surgery. Look, we need to put an IUD in. Look, you need to take these birth control pills. By the way, you don't have a birth control pill deficit, but that's that's a, that's for another episode. But if your doctor is telling you these things, then you probably need to do more or do more faster than just the things I'm talking about. And that's okay too. A lot of times people say, well, Audrey, Okay, so I need to do more. So if I come see you, what happens? And if you come to see me and say, Audrey, I have endometriosis. My doctor wants me to do an ablation or hysterectomy or put in an IUD. Then there's a couple of things. If you come to me and you're saying, I'm eating all the right things. I'm doing all the right things. I'm managing my stress. I'm sleeping eight hours a day. I'm getting the right kind of movement in all of that. And I'm still, I still have endometriosis then we're probably going to have to do some labs. And so for that case, now, if that's not you, wait, because I'm going to go over what happens if if you aren't doing those things, okay? So if that's you, though, if you're doing everything right, then we're going to do some labs. We're going to do, we're going to do uh, cortisol. We're going to do thyroid panel. We're going to do estrogen and progesterone. We're going to do DHEA, insulin, hemoglobin, A1C, vitamin D, and... I think that's it. But we're going to do a lab panel for mood and metabolism and hormones, okay? That's also the lab panel, by the way, if you're stuck and you're not losing weight. That's a great one to do. But only if you're doing all the right things, right? And most of the time, I find that we're not doing all the right things, that we're still trying to approach healing something as if it's conventional medicine and we're going to put a Band-Aid on it and mask the symptoms. Now, Conventional medicine is absolutely needed if you have an acute problem. If they're going to take out one of your body organs, then it's time to do something else, okay? It's time to look at a different solution. Um, and you can absolutely, if, if that's the pathway that you need to take, absolutely, that's the pathway you need to take. But I'm telling you that you can keep all your organs. You can avoid having an IUD. You can avoid taking medication for the rest of your life. But it's not going to be easy, right? It's worth it, but it's not easy. Okay. So if you come to me and you're saying, Audrey, my doctor says I have endometriosis and they want to do an ablation or hysterectomy or put an IUD in, then I'm going to ask you questions about what are you eating? What we're going to talk about your stress level, the products that, that you're using. And rather than having you run this big, huge lab panel and do all of these things, then I'm going to say, okay, Let's get rid of that laundry detergent and switch it for something that's not toxic. Let's trade out those candles for something else or get rid of them entirely. Let's stop with the packaged foods, the fast foods, because we're not going to spend a ton of money on doing all these labs and all this stuff if you aren't, if you don't have the right environment and diet and lifestyle to begin with, because we know that if we change those things, that we can make the body balanced again. We can have the body heal, right? So if you have more questions about endometriosis or even PCOS or healing from the root cause of what you are going through, I'd love to have you join us in the Wellness Circle, my exclusive and free community to help women pursuing holistic wellness, body, mind, and spirit. We have discussions around the Root Cause Revolution podcast, Q&As, and some free office hours to get your questions answered privately. What I need you to know 
is that chronic disease, chronic illness, endometriosis is preventable and is capable of being healed. And so is autoimmune disease and all of it. It's capable of being healed. And don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Don't let anyone tell you that you, that there is only one path to feeling better. Okay. Anything short of informed consent is propaganda. All right. You deserve to feel good. Now to wrap this up, whether you are dealing with endometriosis or loved one or PCOS, whatever you're struggling with, remember the four keys to feeling better are controlling your estrogen dominance, controlling stress, controlling the higher levels of testosterone, which is a byproduct of stress and managing your blood sugar. I want to remind you that I am always rooting for you, friend. And if you want to learn more about me, about how to implement these things in your life to feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, you can always go to AudreyChristie.com. There's free downloads, online classes, programs, tons of resources to help you create your own health and wellness revolution. Any of the links that I talked about today will be on the show notes page at AudreyChristie.com forward slash 160. I am so grateful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.